There are times where Donald Trump has called people disloyal, and I really didn't like it. When he called American Jews disloyal, I thought it was anti-Semitic, and, and I didn't like it. Stop it. President Trump. With Ron DeSantis, no, he had a... Stop, Jason. No, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't get to say no, that. No, no, you don't... You a man whose like, grandchildren are Jewish, you, you don't get to say that on yeah, the show. I, oh, I just okay? did. No, it's a lie. I just did. Don't do that. And that's how it's done. Dr. Gorka dropping a little truth bomb last night on Chris's show on Newsmax. Yeah, Chris is on holiday. And TV and radio, Michael Pelka, in for my friend Chris Plant. Love to see that happen. You don't get to do that. You don't get to spread your lies here. I, I'm not mocking you, Dr. Gorka. I don't, you know, I, I just fall into the accent. It's an homage, not, not a rebuke. I got to be careful because he's a tough guy. He could drop me in a second, I know. I was sitting next to uh, Dr. G., in the Rose Garden during the Trump administration when this blowhard from Playboy magazine, yeah, that guy has White House press credentials, started challenging Dr. Gorka out in public in the middle of the afternoon. We were getting ready for a big event. And it almost came to blows. And I have no doubt that uh, it would have gone Sebastian Gorka's way. No doubt. And I was foolishly telling him, I got your back. He's like, I don't need you. I got this. It would have been a one and done, I believe. As I said, it's Michael Pelka in for my buddy Chris Plant on the Chris Plant Show. Boy, oh boy, that first hour blew by. We have so much to get to. I have to, um, I have to make sure we get to the Hunter Biden story. Because there are parts of the mainstream media for which this story does not exist. I know that's uh, difficult to believe when the son of the American president is credibly accused of, of running a, a global operation, squeezing governments and companies for millions of dollars. And then not only not reporting them, not paying taxes on them, but denying it even existed. And. And the fact that our Department of Justice, when faced with more than 2,000 pages, 2,000 pages of suspicious activity reports that were sent from banks to the Treasury Department, 2,000 pages. And that's only from the first whistleblower we heard from that we know that, that nothing is looked into, that in fact it appears that there have been blocks put on any kind of investigation into Hunter Biden. Yeah, it doesn't seem fair, does it? No. Well, we had the first, the first text message that was sent to a Chinese businessman who had ties to, I'm shocked, I'm stunned, I'm appalled, who had ties to the Chinese government, the communist Chinese government. And there were questions as to, oh, gee, why did this message go out? And then a couple of days later, a few million dollars was transferred, wire transferred into the business accounts of Hunter Biden. And they, they go into one account. Then those are transferred to another account. And then those are loaned to another company and then sent to Hunter. And the loan is for it's a, just a mess that would take years to figure out. So I'm I'm stunned to learn that once again, there's no coverage on CNN of the latest Hunter Biden WhatsApp message. And somebody please. 
pull Newt Gingrich aside before he goes on Fox again and tell him it's what's happened, not what's up. It's just embarrassing. I'm just nitpicking, I know. But the latest message to Hunter Biden, again, these all read like some kind of a shakedown, some kind of a some kind of a a threat that's going. And uh, I want to read to you from the message that was released yesterday on Twitter by the Oversight Committee, which this is great that it's going forward. But where is the legal kraken to be released on this? Where, where are the hounds of justice going out there and actually saying, well, we, we see a crime here. Can we get a special counsel if we're not going to get any kind of indictment? But the WhatsApp exchange here, which is dated August 3rd of 2017, I think that's like two weeks after the July threat, the July squeeze that said we better have this uh, resolved by the end of the day. And I'm sitting here with my father. Uh, this, this is between Hunter Biden and CEFC associate. Now, CEFC is a Chinese energy company. And the associate's name is uh, Gong Wendong, which um, they also say is uh, a.k.a. Kevin. Kevin. At home, he's Gong Wendong. When he's hanging with Hunter, because it'd probably be tough for Hunter to just call him Dong, and they'd all giggle like schoolboys, because all of us would, wouldn't we? Uh, The exchange reads uh, thusly, a $10 million per annum budget to use to further the interest of the joint venture. This move to $5 million is completely new to me and not acceptable, obviously. All expenditures, expenses, salaries to be agreed to by my board. Biden's expenses and determination of how Biden capital, it's a $5 million loan, will be determined by OWASCO in consultation with Hudson. These are all, these are all Hunter companies, you see. The Hudson Capital will be utilized for expenses beyond those Biden Owasco, the ones that we have committed to Monochrome's business. Kevin, we won't break five. And additional five can roll into next year if the chairman and CEFC review is favorable. It all has to be agreed to by the board. But if the chairman doesn't value this relationship and see it being worth at least $5 million, then I'm just baffled. You saw a minor clarification of exclusivity. We're all saying the same thing, I hope, here. Let's please put this to rest. Put it to bed tonight. Sign it officially tomorrow. Or any time as late tomorrow as you want. And then get to work. I'm tired of this, Kevin. I can make $5 million in salary at any law firm in America. If you think this is about money, it's not. The Bidens are the best I know at doing exactly what the chairman wants from this partnership. Please, let's not quibble over peanuts. And then Dong responds. I mean, Kevin responds. 
do you want me to talk to Zhang or do you, do you want to have a call together? How is this not just like something out of a mob movie? It all reads just like something out of The Godfather. Hunter Biden saying, please, let's put this to bed tonight. Sign it officially tomorrow, anytime as late as tonight as you want. So he's putting time limits on him. He's putting money limits on him. Is this where, is this where we, we all point back to the Ukraine event where Hunter talked, or where Joe talked about the uh, billion dollars and then said, it's got to be, uh, the guy's got to be fired or the money's not coming across? And you got six hours to do it? Well, son of a bitch, the guy was fired. It really is disgusting. And no coverage. Not a minute of coverage have I seen on CNN today. That is, that is one of the most obvious derelictions of journalistic duty as, as far as CNN is concerned. And, and Dana Bash would disagree, right? We know how to be a good journalist because we do it every single day. Well, a mission doesn't count as being a good journalist, Dana Bash. The second one now, we're start, what is critical mass on this? That's what I want to know. Where is the critical mass? Where is the critical mass? Well, how, many, how many messages do we need? How many fake corporations, shell corporations need to be set up? How many money transfers to various members of the Biden family have to happen before the Justice Department will stand up and say, we have a problem here and we have to be honest about it? Should we just go ahead and start moving ahead with actual impeachment of Joe Biden? They're going to forgive this. That truly is where I think this is headed because they're starting to lay out, they, the mainstream media and the Democrats, are starting to lay out the plot as to how they're going to forgive Hunter. And they're going to say it's, it's not about the, the squeezing of the money. It's about his problems. It's about his issues with the drugs. They're making excuses. Our friends over at Grabian put together a great montage. I'll give you just a, a sample of one of them about how the liberal media is actually lining up to make excuses for Hunter's behavior in all of this. America can identify with kids who are addicted, who make bad mistakes. Hunter Biden made some very poor decisions uh, in, in, in recent years, but he has not been charged criminally. There's been nothing has been found to be illegal with those poor decisions. They can't name one crime that was committed. He committed no crime with the gun. If this wasn't Hunter Biden, it is likely he wouldn't have been prosecuted at all. Feds wouldn't have brought this charge against somebody whose last name was not Biden. Hmm. The, um, the interesting statement in the middle of all that, of course, that's uh, Scarborough, it's the uh, second, third to last and last quote there. But the one from the lesser Cuomo saying that he committed no crime. And then he adds with the gun when, in fact, he did. He did commit a crime with the gun. But wait, there's more on Hunter's montage and the media lining up to forgive him. The media lining up to carry the water with the excuses that you're likely going to hear out of Joe and Hunter's attorneys. I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business. I'm sorry, that's Joey. That's not what I wanted. I've got another media montage here that I'll get to you in just a minute. But yeah, the, the media is definitely carrying water and saying that the issue here is, is not that Hunter did this, but had he not been named Hunter Biden, had his last name not been there, 
there, there wouldn't have even been a charge here. It is astounding. Uh, hang on a second. Uh, the, this is the, uh, the additional montage from our friends at Grabian talking about how the, the hunter, hunter charges had more to do with the last name than anything else. If his last name was not Biden, I don't even think he would have been charged. His name was Hunter Smith. He probably would not have been charged. If his last name wasn't Biden, if he wasn't famous, I don't know that he would have been prosecuted at all. If Hunter Biden's last name was Bidino, I don't know that he gets charges at all. Uh, I think it's actually harsher than the treatment that a typical person would receive. Based on what we have seen here, it seems like a more harsh disposition than most people will get. So I actually think, you know, Biden's kind of getting the short end of the stick on this because it's such a high profile case. He was probably more severely looked at. You know, he he was treated differently, but he was treated differently uh, to his detriment. If anything, Hunter Biden has been charged a little bit more heavily than you would expect. Right, right. So I guess what you're saying is it's possible that if there's a double standard, it's actually a standard against against him. If anything, they may have been leaning uh, pretty far forward. Got it. So not only is he a drug, drug addict who has problems, but he was treated harsher because of his last name. He didn't get a fair shake because of his last name. Are you kidding me? Seriously? Anyone believe in that? Not me. All right, I'm going to go to break. When we come back, let's see what's happening on the phones because this this is an outrage to me. 888-630-9625, 888-630-9625. Mike Opelka in for Chris Plant on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. America starts the day with America in the morning. Pending home sales numbers, they tanked in April, but there are. Hi, I'm John Trout, your host for the latest news, politics, entertainment, business, and weather. Octane action in the dust, a new film puts. Our staff of correspondents provide a fast paced look at the world with specialized reports from where news happens. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Amazon. Concise, accurate, and fresh each day. America in the morning, the podcast, available wherever you listen. It is the Chris Platt Show, and that is also one of the most iconic riffs ever in rock history. God, what a great piece of music. Slash crushes it. It's so famous, he's, he's been able to make commercials for companies just using that riff. Excellent. It, as I said, it's the Chris Plant Show. Michael Pelka sitting in for my friend Chris Plant. And uh, we, we're just talking about the latest Hunter Biden mafioso-like delivery of a message to the at this point the, another chinese company and by the way a couple days after that there was like a hundred thousand uh, dollar a moose bouche in money sent to hunter's banks they got a hundred thousand dollars two days later just amazing to me that all this exists and the phones are have ignited like crazy on this so uh let's let's wander through some of these thoughts here 
first of all, I, I want to get right to this one because it comes out of McLean, Virginia. Tom is reaching out to us. Tom, welcome to the Chris Plant Show. You're you're throwing the Tom, are you with me? Tom? Yeah, are you guys ready for me? I think we are, but uh, you want to throw the Bravo Sierra flag on, on Hunter? I, I'm sorry, what do I want? Yeah, exactly. Okay. What What's your thought here, sir? Yeah, are you there? I am. We're going to come back to you, Tom. Hang on, hang on just a second here. Uh, Dennis in East Tennessee is joining the Chris Plant Show. Hello, Dennis. What What are you thinking about all of this? Hey, Michael, thanks for taking my call. I think what's going to happen, Joe's going to go. How he goes doesn't really matter. He's senile. We've already kind of figured it out. Nothing's going to happen to him. Maybe disgrace. But Hunter might be looking at some real jail time when Joe goes, regardless of what's occurring now. And he's going to roll over for a plea deal. The plea deal is to expose the guys further up the food chain from Joe, which will lead them to Obama. And then suddenly, one night, Hunter's going to die of uh, Arkansas in the in a form of an overdose. Mm. And the problem's going to go away. It makes a very interesting book. And there's some things in there that that ring true in a couple of ways. I don't know if it's going to be quite that extreme, Dennis. I thank you for uh, offering your thoughts there. I, I do think that Barack Obama, who's been suddenly very visible lately, he had lunch with Joey yesterday. Nobody was allowed in there. There was no media in that meeting. There was no, no questions about that luncheon were answered. And today, Joe is flying to Chicago, where he will be speechifying and picking up some checks from donors. So just pay attention to Barack Obama's movements in the next few weeks and months, because it could be telling. Let's bounce over quickly to Potomac, Maryland, and Brian in Potomac, Maryland. Hello, Brian. What are your thoughts on all of this? Hey, Michael. Um, I, I just got to tell you, I think I, I speak for a lot of Americans where it just feels at this point, unfortunately, so helpless and hopeless when the DOJ is just so corrupt. And the, the worst part is, is that we've lost the fourth estate. There's no such thing as journalism. There's just DNC propagandists that keep this... Uh, uh, this this uh, corrupt administration afloat, and I've said it with uh, with uh, Chris on a number of occasions that we can survive bad administrations, but we can't sur- uh, survive a, a compliant press that uh, props them up. You're right, and the press's entire mission was to hold everybody's feet to the fire, and they have abdicated that assignment. Most of them. There are a couple examples out there, and we'll get to some of those today as well. I appreciate you for being there, Brian. It's Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant on a Wednesday on the Chris Plant Show. Are you into weird, spooky, and strange history? Horrifying History tells you about the side of history that people don't normally talk about. We tell the tales of haunted places, infamous true crimes, unsolved mysteries, the paranormal, and then we look to history to see where the truth actually lies. Want to get spooky with us? Horrifying History, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.
It is a Wednesday and we are jamming uh, for Chris Plant on the Chris Plant Show. It's Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant. He's cruising right now while we are jamming, jamming on so many news stories. It makes your head spin when you look at all the things going on. And some of it infuriating, some of it laughable. And uh, I do believe that this administration is really closer and closer to earning the title of cacistocracy, government by the worst possible individuals. A cacistocracy, that's a Greek word. And aristocracy used to mean government by the best possible individuals. And then uh, cacistocracy, that word came apparent, became apparent uh, years later. And mostly, thank you to uh, Democrats, because they are the worst possible people in so many cases. Uh, even though Hunter Biden sent a message to the Chinese saying that uh, the Bidens are the best. You know, the best at uh, scamming, squeezing money. The best crime family in government right now. I can say that with, without question. That's from the new WhatsApp message. We covered it early. And uh, there's also a new issue about Hunter Biden. And we, we kind of raised this question um, two years ago. I remember sitting in for Chris uh, two years ago, thereabouts, and Joe Biden had just taken over, and we started seeing this administration that was telling us it was going to be the most transparent administration in the history of presidential administrations. We were, we were told that that was a promise Joey made us, the same day he made the promise that he was going to unite the country, you know, because he's a uniter. And he's, he's actually done... The opposite on that. So I guess we should not be surprised at the lack of transparency. It started early on when Joe started spending so much time at the North Wilmington, Delaware home, the place where he had all the documents in the garage with the Corvette, you know, uh, that that there were frequent meetings going on at at the uh, Biden residence and then the beach house down in Lower Slower, Delaware, in Rehoboth, Delaware. That's the beach house, the most expensive beach house in the state of Delaware. The most valuable beach house in the state of Delaware. By the, by the uh, Biden family that told us that they, they came out of all those decades in the Senate and Joe really was the poorest guy ever. How did he get so rich? How did all this money come suddenly into Joe Biden's life? After he was vice president, he wasn't out speechifying. He wasn't giving those scintillating speeches that Barack Obama gets paid millions to do. He wasn't writing books that the Obamas get paid to do. He did not have a production deal with Netflix. No. Gee, I wonder where all that money came from. Hmm. And uh, the house in Lower Slower, Delaware, that one has a mansion around it now. A mansion. I, I'm sorry, a fence around the mansion. Uh, I don't know if it's to keep Joe from bicycling out and getting hurt or to keep people from climbing over and getting into the the Secret Service protected Biden beach house. But at the beach house, we were never allowed to know who visited the Bidens. The visitor logs for the Bidens said there was just a denial every time anybody asked, can we know who Joe was meeting with over the weekend? No. No, that's private time. Well, whenever we question how much time is spent at the beach, 
How much time is spent out of the White House at the North Wilmington home? We're always told that um, that Joe is on family time and the presidency travels with him so he can still be doing presidential things. Yeah, they're, they're usually a lot of Secret Service protection and they can put a skiff anywhere, a secure facility for Joey. But if he's still acting as president, shouldn't we know? Shouldn't we be allowed to know who's visiting him? Well, we, we couldn't get the visitor logs from the Lower Slower Delaware Beach House. And now we're finding out that the White House logs from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the very logs from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, they, uh, they're just not showing up with the names that Hunter Biden and his associates have been visiting there. We don't know how many times. We know that at least 18 times, and, and maybe Hunter's living there. I don't know. So why can't we know? Why is this being hidden from us? What is going on? Until we get really curious, or until we get a curious media, we, we won't know. And we have to demand it. It's up to us to demand it. So I hope that people will start demanding that we know. And that's kind of critical right now. You have to tell your representatives, hey, why can't we know who's, who's at the White House? Who's visiting with Joe? Maybe it's because they don't want us to see just how deteriorated Joe is in his cognitive skills. He just spoke today because, you know, he's headed, as I said, he's headed to Chicago to get some money. And I'm sure he'll, he'll get some uh, Obama knowledge there as well. Even though he had lunch with him yesterday, he's probably forgotten what they talked about. But uh, Joe was leaving the White House and stopped and chatted briefly with the press. And, uh, you know, of course he was asked about, um, about Ukraine and Russia and the attempted Russian coup that happened over the weekend. It was like a 24-hour coup. You know, it's one of those new 24-hour coups you can just get over quickly. And uh, he said something that makes absolutely no sense, asking about the uh, Putin attempted revolt against Putin. It's hard to tell, but he's, he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. He's losing the war at home. And he has uh, become a bit of a fly around the world. Uh, it's not just NATO. It's not just the European Union. It's Japan. It's, it's you know, it's... Uh, wait, I, I got to hear that one more time. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Vladimir Putin's in a war that he started, that Putin started in Ukraine. And Joe Biden thinks that there's a war in a different area there. Let's hear that one more time. It's hard to tell, but he's, he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. He's, huh. he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. Um, hold on a second here. Last I heard, Iraq was providing drones that they were building and selling to Russia, that Russia was buying with the money they got from China because they were selling oil to China. Connect the dots. Russian oil sold to China. China takes the money, spends it. China takes the money, gives it to um, Putin. Putin takes that money and then spends it on drones from the Iranians. But we're not in a war in Iraq, are we? I don't think he knows where he is. He was asked uh, 
about uh, the involvement uh, with with Hunter and if he was sitting with Hunter when Hunter threatened the Chinese official as well. Biden, how involved, President Biden, how involved were you in your son's Chinese shakedown text message? Were you sitting there? Were you involved? No, Were you? No. No. No, I wasn't. I wasn't involved. Well, we know that happened at the North Wellington property because there's geolocation tagging on on Hunter's picture from the Corvette. So we know that happened at the house. But apparently we've been blocked from finding out where Joe was that day or if he was in the same room with Hunter at the time. But he's saying he's not involved. And at what point does Joe Biden actually have to stand up and say, I was just kidding, because he's been asked about Hunter over and over and over again. I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business families. I've never discussed my business or their business, my sons or daughters, and I've never discussed them because they know where I have to do my job and that's it, and they have to make their own judgments. He's a grown man, and it turns out he did not do a single thing wrong. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's the last part there? Yes, he is a grown man. We know that. He's in his 50s, right? But the last part there? And it turns out he did not do a single thing wrong. Did not do a single thing wrong, then why do you take a plea deal? Why do you admit to uh, lying on the gun form? And now I want to connect the dots back on myself here. Because Hunter at the White House, and we're not being told he's at the White House. Is Hunter living at the White House? How much more time does Joe Biden have in office? About a year and a half, right? I mean, God forbid he's reelected. But if he lasts his entire term, could Hunter be camping out at the White House under Joe's orders in order or Jill's orders, somebody's orders in order to make sure he fulfills whatever deal they make to keep him clean and sober until the gun charge goes away because he's going to get some kind of uh, pretrial probation that he agrees to say to stay good until such time. And if he makes it all the way through, there will be no charges. It kind of feels that way, doesn't it? That maybe that's why. That's why Hunter is there. There's a lot going on today. As I said, Joe Biden headed to Chicago. If Hunter goes with Joe to Chicago, we'll know that he's on the leash and they're trying to keep an eye on him. Or if he's still at the White House, maybe we'll know further. But why can't we know when Hunter Biden has been in and out of the White House? We know that his business partner, Devin Archer, had been in and out of the White House several times. And who was he talking to and about what? The left, as I said, is really going to try and sell us this, that Hunter Biden's an addict and that uh, we we have to forgive him. And the things that he said while he was under the influence of drugs and the things that he did well i guess i guess we can't uh, we can't count on those tom called earlier from mclean virginia i think we've got him on a better phone here tom you uh, take exception with the claims that hunter biden's behavior can be excused because of his addiction absolutely yeah my name is tom i'm a i'm an addict the difference between hunter and me is i am a recovered I'm a recovered alcoholic, long time sober. Uh, one of the 
if Hunter is ever going to get clean and sober, and that's the term that you used, and that's the right term, he part of the recovery process is accepting responsibility for your actions. And obviously, he is not accepting any responsibility for his actions. You know, his his history is so bad. He gives us addicts a really bad name, <laughs> and you know, and and it, it's a shame because you know, you know, among other things, are you familiar with the deal where he got a reserve commission in the U.S. Navy? Yes. And then, yeah, and then, you know, I'm a Navy officer, by the way, and that that really annoys me that they, he was able to get that uh, commission, but he couldn't even stay sober long enough uh, to to. Uh, pass his first random drug test. He blew that, and they had to take away uh, his commission. So, you know, please don't tell me we need to be kind and gentle to Hunter because he's an uh, he's a he's an addict. That's not an excuse. It's up well, to him to to take care of that problem on his own. And yeah, it, you know, and you know, and, and uh, you know, I wasn't getting paid by Bavarisma. Uh, when I was recovering, uh, and, you know, he is just a disgrace. He's a disgrace. Can't argue with you, Tom. And uh, number one, thank you for your service to the country. My late father was a Navy man, and I, I always have great respect for anybody who volunteered to serve this country, as my dad did. And I appreciate you for being there. And stay strong and keep recovering. That's a great thing. Uh, it is a disgusting thing if they're going to try and use this. And it doesn't look like Hunter has learned it looks like he feels like he's dodged a bullet. Can you imagine two days after you are indicted and you accept a plea agreement uh, that you, you, you get rewarded and you get to go to a state dinner and hobnob with all the goober smoochers? It really is crazy. I'm going to take one more call here. Jason in Kensington uh, talking about Hunter as well. Hey, Jason, welcome. Is Jason with us? Or should, well, let's go to break. We'll come back. We'll see if Jason's there. It's Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant. You want to join us? 888-630-9625 is the number. 888-630-9625. We haven't even gotten to the dumb stuff Kamala said yesterday. And that might take up at least a half an hour or more. Now there's a whole bunch of stuff we have to get to on the Chris Plant Show. It is the Chris Plant Show. Michael Pelka sitting in for my buddy Chris Plant, reminding you just 494 shopping days until Election Day 2024. So get it done. You know, we're like less than six months until Christmas. And I have friends who actually tell me they've got their shopping done. And I tell them I hope their toes grow together. Uh, we were talking about the latest, the latest WhatsApp message that Hunter Biden set out to uh, squeeze the Chinese. The latest one we've seen, which again is from 2017. This was from August 3rd of 2017. And uh, it's pretty damning, I think, uh, especially on the heels of the first one. And then we watched the media's dismissal of it all. The media saying, well, you know, he's on drugs and he's been treated harshly because his last name, harshly, really harshly, seriously, and so we're wondering where the sanity is. And many of you have called in to share the sanity. I have to check in with, with Shelly, who's in, in Chicago, listening on the great WLS in, in my old hometown. Uh, now, Shelly, before we get to uh, Hunter and his problems, 
How is Chicago in the smoke? Because I heard you were getting the Canadian smoke yesterday. We are, and the sky is wholly white. So um, it's not like L.A. smog where you knew it. The sky was black, and it's just, I'm happy to say, because I have asthma, I'm not being impacted by it, which shocks me. But the sky is white, and it's like looking a tiny bit through a mist. Huh, because, you know, a couple weeks ago, when the Northeast got it, it created an orange kind of a sky in the middle of the day over New York and Philadelphia and Boston, and it was a little disturbing. They canceled... Uh, baseball games in New York City. Uh, and I think, weren't the Cubs playing the Phillies last night? Did that game go on? Sorry, I don't know. That's okay. I gave up on baseball when they gave up on being um, patriotic. And so I was happy the series was won before that. <laughs> 40 years of watching the Cubs, and I gave up on them after all the crap. <laughs> I, I I understand. I have abandoned many sports that went woke. And I think at this point, the, the only sport that seems to be not woke is hockey. And they're the ones who dropped the uh, pride jerseys going forward. I salute the NHL for saying, we're just going to try and play games and give you entertainment with the games. But before I run out of time, uh, you want to share a thought about Hunter? Here's my thought. Uh, I... Two, have been a lawyer. I was a lawyer for 27 years, and my brain broke after that period of time. I refer to it that way. It turns out I had about 40 years of undiagnosed mental illness I'd been dealing with. I am bipolar, which was very useful for my career until it crashed. <laughs> now, I committed a crime in connection with that. I took oh. some client funds. Yeah, not a huge amount, like $1,500, maybe 2000 It doesn't make it less of a crime. My point is this. I knew I did it. I pled guilty. I took responsibility. I didn't play this game of, oh, woe was me, and believe me, at the time, I could barely stop crying for days on end. I was pathetic. And I took full responsibility. All I wanted was an explanation for what was wrong with me, not an excuse for what I had done. So I'm totally disgusted by everything Hunter has done and what the government is doing to excuse or support what he's done. That's like saying, oh, I killed my wife, but I was on drugs at the time. So don't hold me responsible. Yeah. When someone uh, kills someone using a car and they're inebriated, we still call that vehicular homicide. No matter what the condition of them was, if they were drunk, it only exacerbates it. I salute you for taking personal responsibility. The two things that are lacking right now, it seems, in this country, especially the administration, accountability and personal responsibility. Maybe we can get there. It's Mike Opelka in for Chris Plant on The Chris Plant Show. Hey guys, welcome to the Candy Valentino Show. I'm Candy Valentino. I was a founder before I could legally order a drink. And for more than two and a half decades, I've built, scaled, acquired, and exited multiple businesses in diverse industries. Now my goal is to help you by sharing the knowledge that I've learned, the mistakes that I've made, and the wisdom that I've developed over my journey. Bi-weekly episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Candy Valentino Show, wherever you listen.